Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's only a kick. A jump. A block. It's only a serve. It's only a tackle. A run. It's only for the fans. After all, it's only pressure. You got this. Adidas. Turn up your volume. Because you're about to listen to The Sick Podcast. With Tony Marinero. Sports entertainment like no other. It's going to be sick. Brought to you by Cherry River Hard Seltzer. Only 90 calories, natural flavors, and no preservatives. Now available in Quebec Grocery and The Beer Store. And Johnny Bootlegger's Whiskey Old Fashioned is both refreshing and authentic to the classic cocktail. Available now at Saks Near You. Marinero, the sick podcast, talking NFL fantasy with the premier NFL fantasy expert in the world. How you doing, Mr. Rank? I'm doing wonderful. Thank you so much. Uh, you know, I'm remiss that I, I was not able to be with you last week. My daughter won an award, so it was a very special occasion. Oh, for wow. Us, Good uh, for her. But I, uh, yeah, we're very proud of her. But uh, I am very happy once again to be in your presence. So thank, thank you, you very me. much, sir. Uh, the feeling is mutual. I'm very happy to have you. It's a sick podcast brought to you by Cherry River. Hard seltzer, only 90 calories, natural flavors, no preservatives. Now available in Quebec grocery stores and the beer store. Here we go. Let's take a sip. Hit I'm jealous. All right. I'm jealous. Uh, you should. I'm going to send you some. Don't worry about it. All right. Okay. Uh, where do we start? Let's start with um, the Aaron Rodgers situation. Yeah. I mean, I just, I, I, I can't believe this. So it was back in late August that he was asked if he was vaccinated. And I believe yep. he said he was Immunized. Uh, immunized. All yeah. right. A lot of people didn't know what that meant. They probably thought he was saying that he was vaccinated. But now, a couple of days ago, we find out that he has tested positive for COVID and he's going to be missing this week. And now everyone's talking about immunized, is not vaccinated. Wow. What a story. L- listen, I don't want to get into the whole vaccinated, non vaccinated right. thing. Personal choice. I get it. I'll respect everyone's decision. We don't have to agree on it. But it's mind-boggling to me. A franchise quarterback. A franchise quarterback with millions and millions of revenue at stake for that football team, for that city. It just, it's just it's mind-boggling to me. That's all. Yeah, you know what? And Michael Irvin was very adamant about that this morning, talking about it. And I know that Ian will have more thoughts on this. But You know, as somebody who's a leader of a team, and I think that the way that he used his wording, you know, nobody really thought much of it at the time in August. When you heard him say, I'm immunized, everybody just assumed that he was vaccinated when he was on the sideline during the preseason games when players who are not vaccinated were required to be masked up. 
he was not wearing a mask. And you can go back and look at the, the, the tape and the film and everything like that. He's clearly violating a policy that the NFL has fined other teams for. The Raiders got in trouble for this. The New Orleans Saints got in trouble for this. And when you are the leader of not only the franchise, I would also say he's one of the faces of the NFL. Uh, to conduct himself the way that he did, I can see is a little bit of a disappointment for a lot of people. I would say so. Anyway, if you want to buy a Packers jersey anyway, sportbuffshop.com for all of your officially licensed sports apparel and our sick merchandise as well. Use code SICK15 for 15% off on all of their items, whether it's a Packers jersey or any football team. All right. Um, Derrick Henry, with him being out for the rest of the fantasy season, does Adrian Peterson become a must start because we know the way the Tennessee Titans operate that primarily they run the ball, but they have the best running back in the game. Yeah. Now they don't. So either they hope he can still provide something or they change the way they attack. Once again, yeah. is Peterson a must start? Yes or no. And why? I, I think that there's some opportunity because I think that there's a deficit of talent at the running back position. So some people might be in a, in an, in a position where you have to start Adrian Peterson, but to me, and I know that Mike Vrabel's come out and said that he still wants to continue to be a running team. I don't know that you can come in and count on Adrian Peterson to carry yeah. the ball 30 times. And you know, it's, it's fun to say that we want to still be the same kind of team, but like when Motley crew got rid of Vince Neal and brought in John Karabi, it became a completely different band. John Karabi brought another different set of skills that Vince Neal just didn't have. And so I think that the Tennessee Titans are going to have to explore other parts of their offense. Now, A.J. Brown has been very good over the last couple of weeks. We started to see him come along in the second half of that game against the Buffalo Bills. And Jeremy McNichols, who I'm not starting in fantasy this week because I want to, I want at least one week to see yeah. how this works out. But I think McNichols, could end up being a, J- a J.D. McKissick type of back for this offense. And if the Tennessee Titans are now having to throw the ball more, they still have one of the most, you know, uh, generous defenses out, trying to put this mildly. Yeah. Uh, but they, they might have to throw the ball a lot more than they wanted to in the past. So I don't think – I think this might end up looking a lot different for the Tennessee Titans moving forward. Adam, it's funny you went there with Jeremy McNifigals because I was actually going to ask you if he's still relevant. And Anyway, you tackled that. In terms of fantasy, do you think any of the Packers players uh, are going to be hurt from Aaron Rodgers not being there? Well, obviously, when you have one of the best quarterbacks in the NFL, it's going to take a little bit of a it's going to take a hit here and there. But we saw, you know, Mike Thomas played very well with Taysom Hill last year. I think Devontae Adams is the kind of wide receiver that is going to be very good, regardless of who the quarterback is. And the good good thing for Jordan Love is that with all the Aaron Rodgers drama during the offseason, is he or not, is he coming to camp or not, or whatever was happening, he was getting a lot of number one or first team reps with this offense. So it's not like a situation last year with the Dallas Cowboys and Ben DiNucci comes in and has no experience and doesn't know what he's doing. At least Jordan, Jordan Love is well steeped in this offense. And it's very similar to the situation that Aaron Rodgers found himself in back in 2007, when he filled in for Brett Favre on a Thursday night game, NFL network. This was back before NFL network was in everybody's homes and the bars were packed. And Aaron Rodgers went out that evening and proved that he was the future for the green Bay Packers. Jordan love has this opportunity this week against a Kansas city chiefs defense that has struggled 
for pretty much the entirety of the year. Obviously, Daniel Jones did not look great on Monday night, but that's Danny Jones in a primetime game. I think that Jordan Love has a real opportunity to go out there, establish himself as the future. I'm not going to say he's going to go out and be as good as Aaron Rodgers is right now, but if Jordan Love plays well, I think yeah. in the future that if Aaron Rodgers wants to go and like replace TJ Lavin on the challenge or something like that, then they can be like, fine, just go. We got our quarterback. So I'm excited to see, you know, as a football person, not as a Bears fan, but as a football person, what Jordan Love has to offer. Who are your must starts for the week? Well, I'm looking at Joe Burrow and the Cincinnati Bengals offense. I think that everybody needs to be started and played. I know that Justin Herbert has struggled over the last couple of weeks. I think he's got a really good opportunity uh, this week as well. I think, you know, the Baltimore Ravens have been a team over the last couple of years where you didn't want to start your studs against them. But now it feels like you can start guys against the Baltimore Ravens. I'm forgetting who they're playing. I know I'm starting the tight end against them, and I'm remiss. I've got so many shows going on. I can't tell you who I'm going in, who I'm going out of. But I think guys like Najee Harris are a really good option this week against the Chicago Bears. I know that's kind of a, a, a chalk play right now. Jalen Hurts was the only quarterback who had over 20 fantasy points in his first seven games this season. Last week, it did not work out, but that was because they were they were winning so heavily against the Detroit Lions that they had to pull him out. And I know a lot of people have a questions or have yeah. questions about that Eagles backfield. Boston Scott and Jordan Howard played the majority of the snaps through the first three quarters of the game. And yeah. Kenny Gainwell, who everybody loved a week ago, if I would have been on the show last week, I would have been talking about Kenny Gainwell. I'm glad I saved myself by not being here. His snaps didn't come until that game was a blowout in the fourth quarter. So I love Boston Scott this week. I think he's got a really big chance, a big opportunity. And Miles Gaskin is another one that I get a lot on Twitter. Love him this week against the Houston Texans. Ravens hosting the Vikings Sunday at 1 o'clock to answer your question. All right. Now I know. Wait, Tyler Conklin. Tyler Conklin is a must start. Thank you for reminding me. I think. And I wanted to bring. Well, I wanted to bring up Kirk Cousins, too, because he's been a quarterback that a lot of people have been relying on this season. But Kirk Cousins just is who he is. It's like I I I had a very aggressive German Shepherd that I'd always play with. And eventually that German shepherd would clip me, but I couldn't get mad at the dog because that's just the way that she is. And similarly, when you play Kirk Cousins long enough in fantasy, he's going to burn you one week. But I love the matchup this week against the Baltimore Ravens. Don't be shy about getting those Vikings back out into your lineup. All right. So I know you're a Chicago guy. I'll leave you with this uh, Bears versus the Steelers on Monday night football. Your Bears have a shot. You know what? They're three and oh against the Steelers since 2015. It's been a real problem, even in some down years for the Chicago Bears. For whatever reason, they have always found a way to beat the Pittsburgh Steelers. So I know I look like a homer every time I pick the Bears to win, but I sincerely believe the Bears are going to win this week. Ask Cash. He'll probably disagree with me, and I will respect his opinion because he's very good at what he does. Yeah, I love the Bears' chances this week. I love Justin Fields already. I think he's going to be a beauty. We'll talk to you soon. And so are you two beauties. Wow. You're too kind. Thank you so much. Let's go to Ian Rappaport. Word on the street with Rap Sheet. One of the uh, best insiders in the game. He joins me right now. How are you doing, Ian? What's up, man? How are you? Uh, I'm okay, but I got to tell you, I'm really rattled by this whole Aaron Rodgers situation. I was just talking about it with Adam, but. You know, when he was asked back in late August if he was vaccinated and he replied that he was immunized, I think a lot of people assumed that he was vaccinated. And we found out a couple of days ago that he tested positive for COVID and then 
you know, you let everyone know, the football world know that he was not vaccinated and immunized is not vaccinated. And there have been images of him parading around without a mask and violating league rules, COVID rules. And I'm wondering what the repercussions are here. Well, we're going to find out because the NFL has decided to investigate and really look into Aaron Rodgers and not just Aaron Rodgers, but the Packers handling of Aaron Rodgers. Uh, did he follow COVID protocols? He was seen several times at a, at the podium at a press conference without a mask. Sometimes he was seen with a mask on his neck, but never at the podium uh, wearing a mask like some players do. Um, he did inside the building uh, follow COVID protocols, wearing a mask to and from uh, all of that stuff. Uh, he got daily testing. So, you know, by week, for instance, not allowed to go anywhere, has to come in for daily testing at 6 a.m. There's a lot of protocol things that you need to do. He followed all of them. Packers knew he was unvaccinated. Teammates knew he was unvaccinated. This was not a secret inside the walls of Green Bay. It was just us, the public and the media that didn't know he was unvaccinated. Wow. Um, all right. Uh, Jordan Love. It, I guess an outstanding game for him. Won't really change anything in Green Bay, will it? Uh, I don't know about that. I mean, it's not going to, he's not going to supplant Aaron Rodgers, but it's fascinating because at the end of the season, the Packers, you know, may or may not have to choose something. Do they trade Aaron Rodgers like he kind of asked them to think about or whatever? Do they trade Jordan Love and get something for him? What if Jordan Love comes out and throws for 350 yards and looks flawless? Do the Packers all of a sudden get a first-round pick for their backup quarterback? Maybe. I mean, the Patriots got a second-rounder for Jimmy Garoppolo, and he had only had, I think, two starts. So Jordan Love going out and playing well could have dramatic uh, – could, could like, really make a dramatic difference for yeah. the Packers going forward. Whether or not it means he's their starting quarterback or not, it could just mean what kind of pick they get in a trade. I, um, if I'm the Packers ownership group, I mean, I'm just, I'm absolutely livid about the fact that my star player, my quarterback, who I've invested millions in and is continuing to make millions, is taking these chances around his teammates when millions of more dollars are at stake and playoff games and, you know, home gates and revenue and all this stuff. It's, this is mind boggling to me. I just told Adam that I, 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 I can't get over it. Yeah. I mean, unfortunately, it's a personal choice, and you there's no vaccine mandate from the NFL and the NFLPA. Um, there's just players have choices to make, and whether I agree with it or not, whether coaches agree with it or not, whether owners agree with it or not, it is their personal choice for better or worse. So you do have quarterbacks, star quarterbacks, Carson Wentz, Kirk Cousins, Aaron Rodgers, who are not vaccinated. And, you know – it's if it was the rules to mandate it, all those guys would be vaccinated, but it's not the rules. It's yeah. a strongly advised and life is much easier if you're vaccinated. So as a team, you can't do anything. If your quarterback wants to put, you know, himself at risk and the team at risk, it's like, you know, if he goes skydiving on a Tuesday, you know, you can be against it, but I don't know how much you can do about it. Unfortunately. Devastating story in Las Vegas. What's the latest on Henry Ruggs? Yeah, Henry Ruggs had his uh, court appearance on Wednesday. 
Uh, bail was set. I'm not sure right now if he was released, but we did find out that it was a young woman that his alleged drunk driving killed also a dog going over 150 miles an hour on a, on a residential street. Um, the car was burning uh, while the victim is inside, which is just, you know, horrific and terrible. It's all bad. And now the Raiders, you know, are going to have to try to play a football game. And I don't know how they do that. Honestly, I really don't like what, what's going on with Odell Beckham. Odell are they going to release him? Um, I don't know if they're going to release him, you know, because they do have some options. I mean, I think, you know, it would surprise me if he played another down for the Browns, but you know, they could also keep him, right. I mean, they could say, you know yeah. what, we're not going to let you shoot your way out of town by having your dad post videos. of you not getting the ball and having LeBron tweet, like we're going to pay you anyway. So we're just going to say, don't come. And that's that. Now he could decide to show up. And if he shows up and is disruptive, he could get suspended and lose his money. So he doesn't have a lot of options. Team probably has more options. Um, so we'll see which way this ends up going. I'm sure there's a common ground somewhere. I just don't know where it's going to be. Two of the masterminds behind this show, behind the scenes, are huge Tennessee Titans fans. And they're crossing their fingers and they're hoping that Derrick Henry will be back to play in the postseason. What are you hearing? Well, you know, the Titans are in a position now to where they should have a good chance at the playoffs, right? Just based on where they are. Um, if they make the playoffs with a huge lead in the division, there's a very good chance Derrick Henry will be there. He should be able to come back by January, right? So he'll have a fresh leg Derrick Henry, you know, probably back for the Titans in the playoffs. And that all of a sudden becomes extremely interesting. You have an MVP candidate, one of the best players in football, just showing up for the playoffs, ready to roll. Um, they got to get there, and that's a long way to go. Yeah, but I would say there's a lot to look forward to if you're a Tennessee Titans fan. Crazy to say that an injury to Derrick Henry might end up being a blessing in disguise come January, February, but that's the case. All right. Adrian Peterson, the temporary relief, the guy who comes in, they go out, they acquire him. Is he a full goal this week? I think he probably is. Um, I think that's, you know, there's probably a good chance he plays. And, you know, he keeps himself in amazing shape. He is a freak of nature. We'll see what kind of product he ends up putting on the field. He's not Derrick Henry, but the team is a great rushing offense. So, like, you know, could he be really effective? I think he could, right? I mean, they're so well-designed just as far as running the ball. It's not going to be Derrick Henry, but I imagine they're going to have some success with Agent Peterson. And, again, hopefully they kind of just keep it rolling, and we'll see one of the best players in football back, uh, you know, probably in January. In ending, besides everything we talked about, what's the most interesting storyline going into this weekend? What will you keep your eye on? I mean, I know we sort of talked about it a little bit, but Jordan Love, I would like to see him play football. Like, it's going to be really interesting. We've only seen it in a preseason game. The Packers got absolutely trashed for making that pick. Everybody ridiculed them. It was a terrible pick, and no one had seen him play at all. Well, maybe he's good. What if he's good? It, it adds a million layers to that. So that is what I am looking forward to. That is what I am fascinated about. We'll talk to you again next week. Look forward to it, man. Take care. Cheers, bud. Me too. Time to make some money. Money. Money, 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 money. Time for sick picks. Brought to you by my bookie. 
Trey, you can place your bets on my bookie. You go to mybookie.ag slash the sick podcast and use code SICKPICKS to double your deposit. Bet, win, get paid. You can follow him at Run My Bets. My buddy Cash. Cash. Make everyone some cash, man. Let's go. What's happening, guys? Uh, I have a pick for tonight's Thursday night games. Uh, it's an ugly game, guys. Jets and Colts. Uh, here, here's the thing, guys. The Jets just came off a huge upset win over the Bengals. Uh, not a lot of people pro- uh, projected that, but that was a really good spot for the Jets, and today can't be any more of the opposite. Give me the Colts minus 10. I think the number is a little bit too short. I thought they should have beat Tennessee. There were some bad interceptions by Wentz. Uh, I like the Colts minus 10, number one. Uh, Adam Rank, I saw him asking. Hold on a second. Hold on a second. How many units are you putting on that? How many units? That's going to be uh, – give it give it two units. Two units. Two units. Two units on that one. Okay, yeah. yeah. Next, Adam Rank. Adam Rank was asking about the Bears and the Steelers. Yeah. Here's the thing. I don't have anything in my pocket right now. I don't have an official bet slip right now. Uh, I'm going to have to on Monday, though, because I'm going to have people asking for a play. And here's the thing. I, right now, at this moment, I can't justify laying six and a half with the Steelers. I can't justify laying six and a half with them against anybody. Uh, the Bears can score. They're, def- they're usually known for their defense. Their defense really hasn't been that great. They just got lit up by San Francisco in the second half. Yeah. Uh, give me the Bears plus six and a half. Sprinkle some on the money line. I think they can win outright. Uh, my last game, I brought the hat out today, guys. The yeah. Vikings. Look, here's the thing. The Vikings, uh, uh, full transparency again. I had the Vikings for Sunday night football, and they, these guys robbed me. No yeah. Dak Prescott, and they lost outright to the Cowboys. So here's the thing. Everyone is going to say the Vikings suck. How the hell are they going to go and beat the Ravens? Well, they don't got to beat the Ravens. They just got to lose by less than six points, and I think that's what they're going to do. It's going to be a massive public overreaction. My line's about three and a half to four, and this is coming from a guy who has a future on the Ravens to win the Super Bowl. Give me the Vikings plus six. It's way too many points. Like last week, I think we're going to cash all the plays in the show. We've been hitting these at uh, an, an ex- a spectacular rate, and let's do the same thing this week, 3-0. and He is spectacular. Why? I'm going to tell you why. This is my wallet, by the way, because he makes you cash. That's there what he go. does. That's what he does. That's what he does. He makes you cash. Look, it's raining cash. Hallelujah. It's raining cash. Yeah, 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 yeah. See you, Cash Marinero. I'm out. The Sick Podcast. Till next time. And that's a wrap. Hope you don't miss us too much until next time. Follow the Sick Podcast on YouTube, Instagram, Facebook, Google Play, and Apple Podcasts. The Sick Podcast is brought to you by Cherry River Hard Seltzer. Only 90 calories. Natural flavors and no preservatives. Now available in Quebec Grocers and the Beer Store. And Johnny Bootlegger's Whiskey Old Fashioned is both refreshing and authentic to the classic cocktail. Available now at Saks near you.